No, I just did. So, oh, hi everyone. Uh, it's Mommy and Philip, and we are ready for our next story, which today is going to be a continuation of the Transformers Rescue Bots Storytime Collection book. And I think we're on book six now. Let's see if I'm correct on that. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Attack of the movie monsters. Oh my goodness. And it is written by Brandon T. Snyder. And it's based on the episode, The Attack of the Humagado. Written by Shannon McCain and Jackson Grant. And read today by... Um, that's not one of those. It's a... Holy... Golden beast in disguise. Oh, by a beast in disguise? No, a golden beast A guardian beast. Wow, so is he... It's a dinosaur. Oh, a dinosaur. Oh, well... Let's find out what happens, shall we? Okay. Oh, here we go. The Burns family and the rescue bots decided to see a movie at the drive-in. Now, do you know what a drive-in is? It is a great big parking lot that people can drive to and park their cars in. And then at one end of the parking lot, they have a huge big movie screen. And at the other end of the parking lot, they have a projector, which shoots the movie onto this giant screen. And then everybody who sits in their car can um, watch the movie screen from from their um, from their car. And it's quite the experience. Why do we have to watch some silly monster movie? Grumbles Danny. Attack of the Humagado is not just any silly monster movie, says Cade. It's a kaiju classic. There's nothing better than a popcorn, a movie, than movie popcorn, says Cody. Blades is unimpressed by the old film. Look how fake those monsters look. I've cleaned scarier stuff off my windshield, he says. Suddenly, a terrible fire breaks out in the projection booth. Remember how I was saying that one end of the parking lot has a... They project the movie onto the other end? So that's where the fire is. Mr. Bunty, the projectionist, is in trouble. Chief Burns spots the flames from the hill and calls the rescue bots to action. Chase helps guide the movie patrons to safety while Cade and Heatwave help save Mr. Bunty. Blades uses his scoop claw to drop a load of water on the blazing projection booth, but it is burned to a crisp. The rescue bots promise to help Mr. Bunty any way they can. The following day, the rescue team helps rebuild the building. Heatwave, Chase, Boulder, and Blades put the finishing touches on the projection booth by fixing the roof in place. Mr. Bunty is grateful for the team's kindness. Thank you. I've it's never looked better. I wish I could save the same for my projector. 
Mr. Bunty says. Luckily, Doc Green has a brand new device for Mr. Bunty. This is a holomorphic projector, explains Dr. Green. It turns a two-dimensional movie into a hologram. So the monsters can stomp around in the audience? Asks Cody. Indeed, they'll look more lifelike than you could ever imagine, says Doc Green. At the drive-in the next night, Cade and Mr. Bunty watch another kaiju movie, starring the monster Ravenous. As Ravenous appears on the screen, a power surge occurs, causing the projector to malfunction. Cade and Mr. Bunty don't notice that Ravenous has actually come right out of the movie and into Griffin Rock. Oh my goodness, that's pretty crazy. The following day, Chief Burns gets a strange call. A monster is munching on the mayor's mansion. My goodness. It's time to call the bots. Rescue bots, roll to the rescue, says Heatwave. They arrive on the scene to find Ravenous feasting on the mayor's home. I didn't know that monsters ate houses, but apparently that's what you feed them. It must have something to do with Doc's projector, says Graham. When Ravenous dive bombs the team, Heatwave blasts him with his water jets. The rescue bots shield their teammates as Ravenous crashes into a fountain. The monster lets out a loud screech and flies into an underground tunnel to escape. As if it couldn't get any creepier, Blade says. The rescue bots find Ravenous snarling in a corner of the cavern. He attacks the bots and starts chomping on blades. Why me? There are others in the room, you know, says Blades. (laughs) Heatwave steps in to save Blades, and the bots trap Ravenous. They take him back to the drive-in for observation. Hey, Philip, what kind of creature is Ravenous? What does he look like to you? Because he kind of makes me think of something that you might see under the water. See how he does? Like, he's got a long tail, and he's kind of flat. And he kind of flaps his wings. Do you think he looks like a manta ray? A manta ray. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's a monster version of a manta ray, or a stingray, or some kind of ray. Doc Green performs tests to determine what happened. He concludes that the power surge turned the hologram of Ravenous into a solid creature with a taste for destruction. Doc recreates the power surge, hoping to return Ravenous to his previous state, but instead, he brings forth a scary new menace. Humongado! Way to go, Doc Green. How are you a scientist? <laughs> All right, here we go. Humongado blasts his fire breath high into the sky and uses his massive tail to crush the holomorphic projector. And I think that's probably a good thing. I think that thing is causing more trouble than it's worth. 
Then he turns his attention to Ravenous, who tries to zap him with ice. Heatwave and Chase grab Humongado's arms, and Boulder grabs his tail. So, oh, I see there. All three of them jumping on him at the same time. Okay. The rescue bots aren't giving up without a fight. So there's three rescue bots on one monster. Wow, wow, wow. Blades tries to stop the monster, but it's no use. Human Gatto lets out a loud, loud roar and heads downtown. Of course, because he wants to be near all the people, I guess. Duck, we're gonna go after Human Gatto. Keep an eye on Ravenous, says Chief Burns. Will do. I'll also work on fixing the projector, says Doc Green. Are you sure you want to do that, Doc? Because you didn't have much luck with the first two times you used it. The Chief and Chase watch as Human Gatto rampages through the city. Blades tries to distract Human Gatto, but it doesn't work. Nothing seems to be working. Is Human Gatto unstoppable? What do you think? No. Yes? I think you rescue bots all just like us. Oh, yeah? Never give up. That's right. We never give up. Good job. Is it time for Cade, Heatwave, Graham, and Boulder to try their luck? Yes. They grab a gigantic steel beam, hoping to trip Human Gatto as he walks by. Hey, Human Gatto, have a good trip. (laughs) See you next fall, jokes Cade. The monster snaps the steel beam like a toothpick. I guess he doesn't share your sense of humor, says Heatwave. Human Gatto spots a billboard for the museum's dinosaur exhibit. It features a Tyrannosaurus Rex. This makes Human Gatto very angry. He lets out another heart-stopping screech and angrily knocks over the billboard. Then he turns it to ash. Ooh, he can breathe fire. Whoa, he must really hate dinosaurs, says Cody. Or, Or billboards. He hates dinosaurs. Everybody knows that. It's from the sequel where Human Gato and Ravenous team up against Supersaurus, says Cade. That gives Cody an idea. Cade, you're a genius. If the bots turn dino, maybe Human Gato will go after them and not the town, he says. Rescue bots, would you mind going prehistoric, asks Chief Burns. You heard him. The Dinobots are back in town, says Heatwave. The rescue bots change into their dinosaur modes as Human Gato attacks them with a fireball. Heatwave neutralizes the fireball with a burst of water. Boulder uses his seismic stomp to shake Human Gato to his core. Blades hits him with his sonic scream. Now, Human Gato is on the run. Human Gatto comes upon a four-way intersection, but Chase is ready for him and blocks Human Gatto's path with his electrified tail. Human Gatto takes off towards the beach. It's working, says Boulder. The rest of the Dinobots follow Human Gatto to the ocean and corner him. The monster is now 
furious. Blades uses the caged raveness to lure Human Gato back to the drive-in. Human Gato is on the move again, letting out fiery belches along the way. Mm. A blast of fire hits Blades and sends him to the ground. Now Ravenous is free. Oh, for heaven's sake, you guys. Ravenous and Human Gondo both hate dinosaurs and are going to join teams to destroy the rescue team. This is a disaster. Doc Green is ready to use his holomorphic projector to send the monsters back to their movie world. We only have one shot at this. We need both creatures inside the holomorphic field in order for this to work, says Doc. The rescue bots struggle to contain Human Gato and Ravenous. The bots charge at them with everything they have and force the two creatures into the holographic field. Doc Green flips a switch that activates a power surge, which creates a huge blast of light. Then he turns on the lens of the projector. Human Gato and Ravenous are sucked back into the film. Griffin Rock Rock is safe again, thanks to the rescue team. Now that's what a sequel should have looked like says Cade. The next night, everyone settles down at the drive-in to finish watching Attack of the Human Gato and its sequels upon Cade's request. Boy, you guys didn't get enough of it, huh? (laughs) Thanks, guys. It means a lot more with all of you here, says Cade. Cody smiles. It's what family does. Even if these movies are terrible, says Danny. Pass the popcorn? asks Graham as Human Gato roars safely on the screen and not in real life. Exactly like that. What a great story. I'm glad they found a way to get them back into their movies and out of their and out of Griffin Rock, don't you think? It's a pretty good thing, huh? Can you say the end? The end. Awesome. 